0: at the 45-yard line of the Ravens and so we've got a realistic shot for Brandon McManus I see realistic he's had one field goal in his career that he's made for more than 60 this ball will be spotted at the 47-yard line near hash an attempt of 63 yards snap placement McManus does he have enough leg it's gonna be short And it's over
1: in Baltimore. What to jabroni. Misses 63 yards. Come on, chip shot. Come on. Come on, Brandon. they lost,
2: at least six of their losses are on the kicker.
1: Get rid of that guy. That's where they need to start. Got him. Got him. Bring in Deion Sanders' kid. He can kick field goals, can't he? It's
2: a piece of cake, right?
1: Uh,
2: Misses in Seattle. Lose by a point
1: on what, a 64 yeah.
2: or something like that? Yeah, can't knock home a couple overtime kicks <sighs> against the Colts and the Chargers.
1: Just, anybody that's blaming McManus for that loss. Couldn't make three extra
2: field goals in Nashville. You're an idiot. What did you, jabroni I'm that guy Sorry.
1: Is. You're an idiot. Do you think that's why they lost yesterday? They, they lost it's because the their, offense, their offense, once again, didn't do damage Diddly squat! He's the team MVP. Come on, (laughs) give him a break. (sighs) That
2: was a disgraceful performance.
1: Thank you, Jim Morris Sr. So you got some thoughts about the Broncos today? Seven one-score games. They've lost seven one-score games.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Three in overtime, though, at least. I mean, you're tied through regulations.
1: Yeah, yay. 0-5 0-5 now and they lead at halftime. So it's never a good omen if they lead at halftime. Jeepers creepers. They've blown yeah. two
2: separate 10-0 leads. Oh.
1: oh, They
2: were up 9-3 on this game in the fourth. That's not very good. They've scored 166 points all year. Cowboys have scored 199 since Halloween. Which, by the way, is more... is a little past the halfway mark of the season. It's, Not to rub it in, but just yeah, no, to kind no, of put okay. it in perspective. No, no,
1: it's okay. No, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with that. I have to be okay with that. Yeah. Because that that that's reality. That's a pro that's the problem. hmm It's oh you know, Oh, they gave up. You know, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Well, we, we should have finished this game off with, with the defense. No, you should score more than nine points. Mm-hmm. How about that? Score more than nine points, and don't expect your defense to bail you out every stinking week. Detroit, Where they came up with two turnovers yeah. yesterday. Detroit scored
2: sixty-five points since Thanksgiving, and they're one and one. Detroit's uh,
1: they're they're gonna they're scrapping. They're gonna be in contention for a wild card. Yeah, they're, they're right scrappy there. Scrappy
2: knee biter fighting Dan Campbell's. They're the fighting Danny Campbells yeah. are. Right there. Look at this close, too. They get the Vikings at home, which, eh, you know, could go either I'm, way. Could go either way, yeah. They're at the Jets, which the Jets are looking mm-hmm. like it's starting to fall apart a yeah, little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. At Carolina, home oh. to the Bears, at the Packers.
1: You, you've got a chance. They could
2: get to 9-8. and and nine and eight.
1: They could. And they, they could be a playoff team. Yeah. They could They're very well be a Dan playoff Campbells.
2: team. I love them.
1: But what we're talking about probably the most today is of course MC Hammer He's in the video I know Coach Prime's in the No we're not talking No we're not talking about MC Hammer And those immaculate The, o- the incredible Oakland A's uh, Pajama pants That he used to work back. He'd wear Back in the day No We're talking about Prime time
2: Ricky Henderson
1: Dave Stewart the Oakland A's No No Talk <laughs> about talking about Dion I know Coach Prime No we're not Congratulations to a Fred McGriff today, by the way. Yes, absolutely. He'll be going into Cooperstown. Crime dog. Crime dog. So we'll have around the NFL in a moment. Got some thoughts about Deion Sanders, now the head coach mm-hmm. of the Colorado Buffalo. So Colorado, first FBS school ever to hire four black head coaches. Yep. And the first ever to hire a coach mm-hmm. from a historically black college.
2: I think they're the only... FBS, FCS school to hire three straight black
1: coaches. Yes. But four total. Which is great. Going back to John Embry. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with primetime. We got some thoughts on that today. Send that our way. Text or call us 970-242-1340. Who do we have in the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line?
2: Sorry. I just saw a stat that I need to bring back here in a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's a rare Monday audience with the Pope.
1: Oh. Of course, he's He's going to be thumping his chest, aren't you? Congratulations on your win over the Broncos.
3: I am not here to talk about the Ravens-Broncos. I want to know your opinion of the Deion Sanders hire at CU. I just want to know what you guys think about that. I just jumped on about five minutes till eight, so I don't know what you guys have discussed so far, but I'm kind of stoked about that.
1: We were talking about it last week. We had Mark Johnson on, and Mark gave us kind of... Without confirming necessarily but the vibe that yeah was going to happen uh texting with some people that know some people kind of thing that was kind of mm-hmm. the sense i got last week i i'm excited about it i i mean i don't know how it's going to go be quite honest pd i he may be gone in two years first year but yeah. it's like a 15 million dollar buyout but he may be only there for a couple of years but i think it's it's going to be fun. I I think that they've got a chance at winning six games and maybe getting bowl eligible. I think if you're expecting more than that, if you look at that that end of the season where they're they're playing USC and UCLA and Washington State and, and Oregon Utah. and Utah's in that mix. It's going to be a, it's a rough it's a really difficult schedule at the end of the season, but they've got winnable football games and getting Shadir his son to come over, you know, who's had a a brilliant start to his college football career as a quarterback at Jackson State. He brings enthusiasm. He makes Buffs football relevant. That's what Sanders does. He makes them relevant again. People are interested. They want to watch this and see what's going to happen. And yeah, I, I I just I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'd rather this than be a Tom Herman or somebody like that where it's rinse and repeat and it's the same guy and yeah. yeah. I I I like the fact that Rick George is going big here. He's bringing in a guy with a big personality that goes kind of against the, you know, um, white bread, CU kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying to Generic. Take, yeah. Build a coach. Exactly. Yep. You yep. Know, like, yeah. Like you're building a, if you're like a build a player on Madden, build mm-hmm. a coach, you know, 58 you know, year old white guy. I mean, you have a guy that's a former, you know, former standout in the league, NFL Hall of Famer, kids know who he is. He's a presence. I just think he he seems to he seems to legitimately care about kids. I, I I just think I think it's all win. I think it's all upside at this point in time. Come on, there's no you. The Buffs won one game this season. One. And Uno. So where? So how could this be worse? There's no <laughs> way it can be worse with Deion Sanders there. Well, you know, see, see, the Buffs
3: are are are, are, are like. I think like the Broncos, the Browns. Raiders, when those teams are good, the NFL is good. When the Buffs are good, college football is is is, is better. But the Buffs are a really good uh, national program, and it's just been really – I didn't realize that
1: they haven't had a winning season in like, what, eight years? It was the, the year of the rise when they won the South. Yeah. And I mean, Phillip that's Lindsay just, in that just incredible,
3: yeah. man. And I'm just hoping that this would be – uh, at least a turnaround to get them relevant again, and then even if he goes in two years, you're still going to be able to get a really decent coach to take over a program that's back on good footing and and get. I thought the guy from Air Force was gonna was gonna be it. I, that's kind of what I was thinking, not hoping. I don't know him that well. I know they've been pretty good, but I thought that was going to be the guy. But going for Dion is 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 a great is that's a great get, man.
1: Well, you talk about Troy Calhoun. who seems like yeah. every year the Buffs look for a coach. Troy Calhoun's name comes up, mm-hmm. and and it never yeah. happens. And and, right. and so he's his name always gets thrown out there. It it, it never happens. And so I I just you know I, I like Troy Calhoun. He he he's he's done a magnificent job at Air Force. I just really like this move though because it energizes the fan base. I mean, oh, when was the last yeah. time we we spent. Equal time talking University of Colorado Buffalo's football after a Broncos game. Regardless, win, lose, bad season, good season. Can't remember the last time that's happened. And so it it already speaks to getting some interest and some excitement about this program.
3: You know, man, here's the thing. That was one of the reasons why I came to Colorado. I was telling a guy yesterday on the phone, we were talking on the phone friend of mine i said man i wanted to be a buff so bad but i ended up at mesa and then come to find out my primary care physician here in in uh grand junction dr james quackenbush he played for bill mccartney man and so i get to talk buff football with my doctor man i mean it's it's buff football is where it's at in this state man and i'm just so glad that cu went out of the box so to speak they went out of the box they got somebody that's going to be there. I don't know how Dion is with an X's and O's type of thing, but I do know he can recruit talent. And if you got anywhere in the D1 level where you went undefeated for a season, I don't care if it is the, the swag. If you go undefeated in D1 football, that's pretty good.
1: And, and I'm glad to see the Buffs t- take a, shot on De- a chance on Deion Sanders giving him a shot. I just think he's he's going. They're they're giving him money to bring in a really good coaching staff. Yeah,
3: man, he's getting guys from Tennessee, from Alabama, and some of the guys from Jackson. So, and that's that's really, Jim. I'm I'm telling you, like with the Bob Cortez era, when we had we had great coaches and when you get a good head coach you're only as good as your assistant coaches that's why some of these coaches really don't make it and that's why some of the good coaches have so many of their staff go to other places because you can bring in a really really good staff and it sounds like from what i've been reading he's going to bring in a really nice well-rounded staff to 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 coach at, at cu
1: i mean one of the guys that's supposedly going to be coming is University of Alabama assistant defensive coordinator Charles Kelly, mm-hmm. who coaches the safeties for Nick Saban, and and so they're maybe expecting him to perhaps be the this team's defensive coordinator. Great, a guy that has never worked with Sanders, but uh, he did coach at Florida State, where obviously that's Coach Prime's alma mater. So um, you know, so that's one of the names that that has come up as far as and Tim Brewster, uh, that was at Florida State, and he was on sit and so. You have another guy that, uh, and, and he was at uh, on Tennessee staff. Brewster was when Jeremy Pruitt was there, but uh, Brewster's this past season was the tight ends coach at Jackson State for Deion Sanders. So that's a guy that's got some, so, you know, some SEC experience, and a guy that's already on his staff too. And I just, you know, the, the transfer portal kids know who Deion Sanders is. They'll be
3: coming in, man. And, and they're they're going to start coming in. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch.
1: And it's, it's, it's a game-changer for Buffs football. Don't know how long it's going to last. Hopefully it lasts a very long time. But we're going to enjoy the ride as long as it lasts because I think it's going to be fun. Hey, congratulations on your Ravens winning yesterday. we got we got to run here, Petey. All right, man. Thanks a lot. And you guys have a great week. All right? Take care. We'll talk to you Friday. Very good. Always good to hear from you, my friend. All right. All
2: right. Didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on that Ravens game, did you? No, I didn't
1: because we have to think we have to move on. Hey, along. Ravens won. We gotta move on. Well, they did. Well, he wanted to talk about Dion though. That's what he wanted to talk about. I'm just That's <laughs> what. <laughs> what's up? They won. I know. Congratulations. I'm just like, oh that was quick. <laughs> we had other well, we gotta get around the NFL. Gotta I hear know. from Russell Wilson, right? Do we? We yeah, do we, we do we though. Yeah, we do. We have to hear from Russ. Here's Russ with Dave Logan, eight fifty KOA on the team yesterday after the Broncos lost at Baltimore
0: you came out you ran the ball you banged it up in there you made some throws uh you certainly looked like uh you know you maybe not had control of the game but uh, you you were able to sort of stay in the game with what that game plan called for
4: yeah i mean i thought the offensive line did a great job of blocking it up in the passing game physically in the running game um you know Cortland went down um guys still made plays you know we had a chance to win it we should have won it We, we were ahead and uh, unfortunately, they came back, but our defense battled the whole game. Um, they made they made one or two more plays than us, and then um, we had the chance there at the end. You know, we had twenty some seconds on the clock, and got the first big one to Jerry. We made a great route, great great play, and then <clears throat> the, the next play took off. Got something positive in the third play. Just try to get us in field goal range. They said to try to get us to the forty five. I try to get us to the forty five, and and uh, you know, and uh, Brandon did a good job all day. Unfortunately, that one didn't go in, so, Um, you know, I told the guys in the locker room, you know, the biggest thing that we can control is our attitude and our work ethic and continue to do that. That's all that matters.
0: Hey, let me ask you this. It's been a tough season, and I'm going to get you out of here on this question. This sounds strange because you're in the league. I played in the league, and, and you don't get any credit for moral victories in this league. You either win or you lose, and I acknowledge that. But I want to ask you, the, the way this thing played out at the end where your team had a chance, you make the completion, you scamper, you go head first, you run out of bounds, you at least put yourself in a position to win it. Is there any sort of way that you can, you can take positives out of this game Understanding that ultimately you didn't win the game.
4: Listen, we play the game to win the game. You know, uh, we don't play to you know, have moral victories or moral moral losses or anything. At the end of the day, yep. Uh, we play this game to win the game, and you know, it's the National Football League. There's always going to be ups, there's always going to be downs. There's going to be good plays, bad plays. There's going to be. I thought we did a great job for the most part, but just um, not good enough. And uh, we got we got to be able to find ways to win these game and you know these games and. Reality is this has been our this has been our season like this you know, but we don't uh, get to win it, and uh, that's got to change. It's going to change, and we're going to make sure that we do everything we can as players to do that. Russ, I appreciate the time. Yeah, I appreciate you guys so much.
1: All right, there's Russell Wilson and Dave Logan after the game on eight hundred and fifty Koa.
2: At least at some point, he said we didn't get the job done, and there are no moral victories.
1: And and I'll, and I'll say this for him too. That's he, a
2: departure from Russ.
1: He doesn't he doesn't throw guys under the bus. No,
2: not like his head coach.
1: not not like his head coach. Hey, defense played their butts off. McManus gave it a heck of a ride. We, we I'll, I'll give that to Russ. He doesn't throw guys under the bus. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit when you know the high knee lifting and all the guys are sleeping. Why was doing my high knee lifts to London? But after as far as how guys play. He's always complimentary. He always, I mean, he at least he, does he takes it. some responsibility. And the, yeah, I you know, I didn't get it done. We didn't get as done as a unit. I didn't get it done we, either.
2: We crack on Russ a lot for a lot of the Russisms that he does and says. But at least there's that you know he's not out here you know saying well we, great. we need a stop, we need to get a stop there when you allowed ten points in an NFL game and lost. And he's not out there saying you know. It's, we just we need to make our kicks. He's he's not saying any of that stuff. Yeah, so he, he's as much as we crack on him. You got to give him a little credit for that.
1: Absolutely, of course. All right, eight, seven teams. So you have got some thoughts about the Broncos and uh, the Ravens game yesterday? Also, Deion no, Sanders as well.
2: Yeah, and there was no hey, we're right there. It's we didn't get the job done. Hey, at least that that part of the offense is getting better. <laughs> the yeah, we were right there. No, you you didn't get the job done. We made some plays. Eh. That's questionable. But I will give you the pass with the man, we were right there. Yeah. You just he said they didn't they didn't get the job done. He said they didn't get the job
1: done. It does, it's you know, at the end of the day, coming up short against the Ravens on the road, a playoff mm-hmm. contending team. It's it's cold comfort. It, it doesn't get it doesn't doesn't yeah. feed the dog.
2: Like you said, no moral victories. He went a little Herm Edwards, play to win the game.
1: Play to win the game a little bit.
2: I was waiting for him to follow it up with "We don't play to just play it." I would have (laughs) lost my mind if he said that. I would laugh so hard.
1: All right, let's quickly get to one good, the bad, the ugly today from Robert. Good morning, Robert. The good: the Packers beat the Bears twice and the Cowboys once in the same season—a perfect season. Hmm. not, Not a playoff season, but the bad: the Broncos losing again. The ugly: the refs missed a face mask, according to a fan on Bronco react on the last drive. Refs also did not flag a helmet-to-helmet hit at the end of Russ's run. They also had two two penalties on that last drive as well. I mean, yeah. I, I, I get it. they didn't lose because of bad officiating. They lost because their offense they can't... They lost because st- they're bad. Because their offense can't score. Their offense is terrible. And Dr. Quackenbush, really, I think the Pope is pulling our leg. A doctor named Quackenbush... Yes. Yes, there is Dr. Quackenbush in yeah. town, Robert. That is that is his actual actual name. That is not a made-up name on the part no. of our good friend the Pope. And he
2: is also not a duck.
1: No, he is not.
2: Nor a Quack. He's an actual real doctor.
1: All right. So what we'll do since we've gone a little long here. Mm-hmm. Should we come back and do around the NFL? Yeah, that works. But let's go ahead and get to the number game today.
5: Let's play the number game on the Jim Davis show.
2: Yes, first correct answer on the Chick-fil-A text line nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty gets, as always on a Monday, a delicious case of Coors Original The Banquet beer. And so if you text in a guess, uh, Broncos, you're going to be wrong. No matter if that's the team, which it is, you're going to be wrong. As an NFL franchise, how many times have the Broncos entered December with less than five wins? Not counting their time as an AFL team, which were not, you know, glory days. As an NFL franchise, how many times have the Broncos entered December with less than five wins? First correct answer on the text line 970 242 1340. Gets a delicious case of Coors the Banquet Beer. Uh, If you're 21 or under under 21, sit it out. This, of course, is booze, so 21 and over. And if you want any time in the last two weeks, also sit it out. Share the wealth.
1: Exactly. Text in your answer right now. Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line 970-242-1340. From Tony this morning. Good morning, Tony. Uh, So, this is the third time Hackett blamed the defense for a loss and a last minute drive and a post game presser. To sit there and blame someone else for your faults and shortcomings is someone who can't hack it and should be fired. Yes. But also, he's. Two Drake minimum. Yes. Tip your weight, staff generously.
2: Tony does two shows on Saturday. No, he's right, though. That's, That's not a good look. There's a lot of bad looks around Nathaniel Hackett this year. That one's not great. That's an easy way to
1: lose the locker room. Exactly. From uh, our friend Mountain Dave up in Colburn. Hey, guys, I agree with you about the Sanders hire. All the good things are true and exciting. I hope the hype is fulfilled, but this all seems somewhat familiar to Broncos fans. That said, Sanders has produced, to be sure. And we'll have some uh, Mm -hmm. clips coming up from uh, Deion Sanders from Primetime. Coach Prime from uh, yesterday's presser over in Boulder. But up next on the other side of the break, we'll uh, go around the NFL, get you caught up on what happened yesterday in the NFL. That's up next on The Jim Davis Show.
2: I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is The Jim Davis Show on the team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose.
1: All right, welcome back. Jim and the Buckeye, boy, the good, the bad, the ugly from the weekend. Broncos blow another one-score game. Deion Sanders now the coach of the University of Colorado Buffaloes. So we'll get into that in just a few minutes. Bry Guy's got a text this morning. Good morning, Bry Guy. Uh, morning, Guy. Sure would have been nice at the end of the game to have the timeout Hackett burned on their third play out of halftime. But again, that's... Or
2: at any point, <laughs> a touchdown.
1: That's that's what that guy does. Yeah. Even with Joe Rosberg there, who's homecoming for Rosberg with of course, his time with the uh, the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. yeah. some, some things have not entirely changed when it comes to the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett. All right, so uh, do we have a winner yet, by the way? We do not. Okay, so go ahead and ask the question again. How
2: many times as an NFL franchise have the Denver Broncos entered December with fewer than five wins?
1: Alright, so first correct answer, you get a case of Coors Original, the Banquet Beer from High Country Beverage. Must be 21. If you've won the last two weeks, please sit it out. All right, let's go around. The National Football League. And so yesterday, they had the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Carol the uh, I said Carolina Falcons. Why am I saying Carolina Falcons? Same division, wrong, wrong state, wrong team. The Atlanta Falcons. I don't know where they eh, you know. It's-
2: Kind of the same team, it's, really.
1: It's a, it's, a busy, it's a busy Monday. The Steelers facing the Atlanta Falcons, which I love where they wear the when they wear the red helmets again. Yeah, and they like they did yesterday. But uh, Pittsburgh beating Atlanta, nineteen to sixteen yesterday. Steelers five and seven, and the Falcons are now five and eight. And kind of a cool story in this: Cameron and Connor Hayward, mm-hmm. the dad, the late great Craig Ironhead Hayward, Ironhead. He did yeah. the, the commercials. He was, of course, play for the Falcons and then lost his battle of cancer. Those two guys, uh, the Hayward sons, combined to beat their dad's old team.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Uh, of course, Cameron Hayward, one of the outstanding defensive linemen in the NFL. At defense, uh, held the, the Falcons to a single touchdown. And Connor Hayward, great catch. First touchdown catch of the rookie Titans NFL career. As yesterday, the Steelers get the win over the Falcons by the score of 19 to 16. Uh, Kenny Pickett throwing that touchdown pass yesterday, 197 yards. Najee Harris led the way with uh, 85 yards on the ground. Marcus Mariota, 167 a touchdown and a pick, and Cordero Patterson on 11 carries for 60 yards as the Steelers get the win over the Falcons.
2: In uh Chicago, if I were to give you quarterback A goes 20 of 25, 254. Quarterback B goes 18 of 31, 182 between Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields. Who would be who, right? Right. You'd think, "Oh, well, Aaron Rodgers is quarterback A," which would be wrong. Aaron Rodgers 182 passing yards, but 18 points in the fourth by the pack means Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears and it was a I own you. I own you. I bleep and own you. He does and it was uh, thanks to the help of some of his young wide receivers. In the running game. It's Watson on the end of the round. He can fly. And he can fly to the end zone. Touchdown, Green Bay. That would be a 46-yard touchdown run for uh, Christian Watson. The Packers still hanging around at 5-8. They beat the Bears 28-19.
1: All right. We move on to Jacksonville taking on Detroit. The Lions making their push for maybe a wild card spot in the NFC. They're now 5 and 7 the Jags. They dropped to 4 and 8 as Detroit by. Remember everybody was like, "Oh, you know, they, they got Stafford the Rams have Stafford mm-hmm. and Jared Goff is going to be gone in 2 years because they're going to draft another quarterback." Hey, Jared Goff has turned into a really good, solid quarterback for the Detroit Lions.
2: He's been very stable for them.
1: Absolutely. 31 to 41, 342 touchdowns yesterday. DeAndre Swift had 62 yards and a touchdown. Jamal Williams added a touchdown as well as the Detroit Lions crushed Jacksonville yesterday. 40 to 14. Trevor Lawrence, 179 yards and a touchdown. Travis Etienne had 54 yards on the ground, but the Lions absolutely curb stomped the Jags yesterday 40 to 14. You
2: know, in their last 20 games against NFC teams, you know what the Jags record is? 0 and 20. Wow. Ooh, that's, Ooh, woof. That's not good. Not, not good at all. Thanks a lot, Urban Meyer. A lot of that's mm-hmm. on him. Uh, Doug Peterson, too. And uh, also, we continue on in the NFC North, all these three games, back to back to back. Mike White, 31 of 57, 369 for the Jets as they almost overcome a 20-6 halftime deficit. The Minnesota Vikings, 9-0. This season in one-score games, still only have a plus ten-point differential. That's how bad their two losses are, because <laughs> they're nine and zero. They're ten wins, ten plus ten-point differential. Mike White, second of two interceptions, is what sealed it for the Vikings. Fourth down, Jets
0: down five. White launches, picked off, and it's over. Intercepted by Bynum. And the Vikings
2: slammed the door shut. Vikings twenty-seven. Mikey and the Jets twenty-two.
1: Ian Eagle, CBS. Yep. By the way, NFC East showdown. <laughs> you two playoff, two playoff contenders, and the New York Football Giants and the Washington Commanders. They played to a twenty-twenty tie. Man,
2: I love Commanders- Ron Rivera. He's like, I don't know how to address the team.
1: for the Commanders, 7-4-1 for the Giants. Tyler Heineke 275-2 touchdowns for the Giants. Daniel Jones 200 yards and a touchdown as well. Jones also the leading rusher yesterday for the Giants was 71 yards. Saquon Barkley had 63. Brian Robinson continues to be really, really good. Of course, remember he came off the shot and um, gunshot Mm -hmm. wounds and was able to to come back to play for the Washington Commanders, uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, 96 yards yesterday, but a tie. So now seven five and one nice. for the Commanders, seven four and one for the Giants in a 2020 tie yesterday.
2: I saw somewhere it's like, hey, the Giants snapped two game losing streak. Commanders are unbeaten in their last four. <laughs> Neither team started a winning streak.
1: That's great. <laughs> That's pretty good.
2: Also in the NFC East, this game also happened. The Eagles just roll the Titans. 35 to 10. Jalen Hurts, 29 of 39, 380, three touchdowns, ran for 12 yards and a touchdown, and they just curb stomped the Titans. Derrick Henry, second leading rusher on the day behind Ryan Tannehill's 34 yards. Derrick Henry, 11 for 30. Also, a Malik Willis appearance because this game was over early. Eagles, 11 and 1.
1: As usual, I get your Browns. But it's not just any Browns game. It was Deshaun Watson's first game as a Cleveland Brown. Coming off the league suspension. Watson. Oh yeah. Oh. Ugh. Getting of course this was in Houston, uh-huh. Where he got soundly booed every time he touched the football. He throws for a 100, reason. 131 yards and yeah, for good reason. 131 yards and interception. Nick Chubb, that one run that Nick Chubb had, mm-hmm. where you got all this limer pushing him, like it's like a 10-yard run that turned into a 20-yard run. Yeah. He had 80 yards as the Browns get the victory of the Houston Texans. 27-14 to yesterday. Browns are now 5-7. and seven. The Texans are 1-10-1. And as far as from a receiving standpoint yesterday, Donovan Peoples-Jones, three catches, 44 yards. Chris Moore led the way, three catches, 46 yards yesterday for the Texans. As Cleveland, in the debut for Deshaun Watson, they get the victory back in Watson's old stomping grounds.
2: Brown scored three touchdowns yesterday. Not a single one of them on offense. special, A that, special
1: teamer and two defensive ones. That much maligned defense for you and yeah, special teams. Yeah, they played teams. well. Yeah. But,
2: I mean, they were also playing the fourth best team in Texas, <laughs> not even counting the yeah, Cowboys. Exactly. After Texas, San Antonio, TCU, and Texas. The the Roadrunners could probably beat the Texans at this point. Uh, Geno Smith keeps winning for the Seahawks. A career-high 367, three touchdowns for Geno Smith yesterday. That's as many offensive touchdowns the Broncos have scored since the Uh, bye week, by the way.
1: Don't don't say that. 28
2: of 39. He was also sacked four times. This one was a fun second half. This Geno Smith finds DK Metcalf waiting for the shotgun snap. The fake rolls right, throws for the end zone. It is oh, caught. Got it. DK
1: Metcalf overpowering the Rams to snatch it away and give Seattle the late lead.
2: Uh, the Seahawks have beaten both the Rams and the Chargers in Los Angeles this season. They own L.A. I think there's two other teams that have done that too this year, it feels like.
1: Move on to the San Francisco 49ers, 33-17 to 17 winners over Miami. The win for the Niners comes with a heavy cost because Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. breaks his foot in that game he has done for the season. Yep. Trey Lance is out for the season, so they had to turn to former Iowa State quarterback Brock Purdy. 25 of 37, 210, two touchdowns. And a pick yesterday, Christian McCaffrey had 68 yards on the ground. And as he usually does, contributes in a big way in the passing game. Eight catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. For the Dolphins, Tua Tonga Viola throws for 295, two touchdowns and a pick yesterday. Raheem Mostert led the way on the ground, seven carries, 30 yards. And from a receiving standpoint, Tyreek Kill, monster game. Nine catches, 146 yards and a touchdown. The Dolphins are now. They're 8 and 4 on the season. <laughs> sort to find the trying their record on this. Yeah. And San Francisco they're now 8 and 4 as well. But the Niners like I said, now it's going to be Brock Purdy probably mm-hmm. the rest of the way for the Niners this season. The loss of Garoppolo, does that end up maybe costing them the, the division.
2: It might. It might at this point. And uh yeah, that's that's just a tough injury. But here's the
1: thing, their defense is so good. And Purdy's going to have weapons. There's a lot this morning that Brock yeah. Purdy's a plug-and-play guy. Yeah. Just, Kyle, Kyle Shannon, I think I think they're going to be okay. I think this is yeah. – well, it, it stinks because Garoppolo has played so well. Mm-hmm. That they're going to be okay with Brock Purdy. Yeah. I, I think they, they'll they be all
2: right. I don't know if they're going to go very deep into the playoffs. They're still going to be a playoff team, right? They're just that good defensively, Right. They, and except for Garoppolo and Trey Lance, outside of quarterbacks, they're really healthy. They yeah. haven't been nicked up like they have in years, and past. they
1: got a running game. They got weapons. They got a defense. Mm-hmm. They're they, they've got enough talent around Brock Purdy that they should be okay. Yeah.
2: The most entertaining thing to happen in Cincinnati, maybe ever, was the Chiefs Bengals uh, yesterday. Joe Burrow twenty five of thirty one, two eighty six, two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes sixteen of twenty seven, a pedestrian two twenty three, and one touchdown. Travis Kelsey getting the ball just straight ripped out of his grasp really allowed the Bengals to go down and score the game winner. And for the third time this calendar year, the Bengals beat the Chiefs.
0: First and goal. Backpedaling. And wide open at the five. And that's a touchdown for Chris Evans who's barely seen the field. It comes in and scores.
2: January, regular season. AFC Championship game. And then yesterday, Bengals beat the Chiefs three times this season.
1: This year, yeah, I, I saw a number. The last win for Kansas City in Cincinnati, like
2: 1984
1: Yeah, was the last time they got a win there. That's that's a while ago. That's that's quite a while ago. I believe
2: ago. Patrick Mahomes was born in the nineties. <laughs>
1: so. Move on to an AFC West showdown: the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Vegas gets the win. They're now five and seven. Chargers, they fall. Oh, tried to see what they're. I think they're six and six. Thank you. They're six and six. You're Small print. It was hard for me to read that. Six and six on the season. 27-20 victory for Las Vegas yesterday. Derek Carr, two fifty, couple touchdowns, interception. Josh Jacobs continues to be maybe an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six carries, one hundred forty-four yards and a touchdown. At- De- Devonte Adams. Another guy that you could probably put in the MVP mix. 177 yards and eight catches, two touchdowns. Uh, for the Raiders, Justin Herbert threw for 335 and a touchdown. And Austin Eckler had 35 yards on the ground. Keenan Allen with, uh, with six catches for 88 yards and a touchdown. But the Raiders, all of a sudden, they're putting themselves in position to maybe be a playoff team. They get the win yesterday,
3: 27-20. Fleet Flicker. Going to throw it deep. Has a- but Devontae Adams, touchdown.
2: They're 3 0 since losing to Jeff Saturday at home. The Raiders are. Yeah. They're pretty, they're actually, that was a pretty decent win for them yesterday. Yeah, it was at home. Chargers are up and down, but they, they look pretty good. Speaking yeah. of looking good, this game was 21 13 at the half. The Colts made it interesting. It was 21 19 going to the fourth quarter. And then the Cowboys just put the metal or the pedals to the metal, metal to the whatever, the thing to the floor, and it was it was over. Thirty-three points in the fourth. We talked about the Broncos three offensive touchdowns since Halloween. The Cowboys scored four offensive TDs in the fourth quarter last night. Yikes. Against hey, the Broncos at least held the Colts to field goals.
1: That's that's true. Lost I guess. in overtime. I but guess, the Cowboys 54 yeah,
2: 19. Yeah. Woof. Cowboys nine and three on the season. They they looked every bit a playoff team, a playoff Absolutely. Super Bowl contender last night.
1: Yeah, they they looked great last night on both sides of the football tonight. AFC South battle: New Orleans takes on Tampa Bay. Pre-game at five thirty tonight for that one right here on the Team Sports Network. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back. We'll have our. We'll have. Sorry, do you have something you're? Gonna... Uh,
2: yeah, we need to still need a winner for the number game.
1: Okay, so. Coming up, though, we're going to do our yep. Prep Stars and Mighty Mavs. Also have some sound from uh, from Deion Sanders from yesterday's uh, Buffs press conference. But uh, give us the question again for the number game.
2: As an NFL franchise, so since 1970, how many times have the Broncos entered the uh, month of December with fewer than five wins? I'll give you some guesses here that are incorrect. Uh, Jim has... 22, that's way high. Mark guessed 5, that's low. So you're in that range right there, Pyle. How many times have the Broncos entered December as an NFL franchise with fewer than 5 wins?
1: Alright, once again, if you're, you must be 21 or older. Also, if you've won the last two weeks, please don't play the game. Alright? And you can, today you'll win a case of Coors Original, the banquet beer, from High Country Beverage. If you have the correct answer, text it in now. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. We'll take a break. We'll come back. You'll hear from Coach Prime. We'll also have our prep stars and mighty Mavs. That's up next on the Jim Davis Show on the team, Sports Network.
2: The Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader, The Team.
1: Welcome back in, 844. Jim with the Buckeye boy. The good, the bad, the ugly. What's on your list today? We also have Around cremation, a Funeral Service, good call, bad call. Dexter call today, 970-242-1340. But before we get to uh, good call, bad call, also prep stars and mighty Mavs, got some sound from uh, yesterday's press conference. Yeah. Dion Sanders, prime time. Now the coach of the University of Colorado Buffaloes. Here's Dion introduced to Buffs Nation. As you know, I have worked to
5: finish in Jackson, Mississippi, they tell me we and O, that means we hadn't lost to anybody. We're an O. <laughs> and we got to win the championship. But simultaneously, like I play baseball and football, I can multitask and I can focus. <laughs> and this is my job and my occupation and my business and my dream to bring you back to where you know you should belong. We're going to have one of the best coaching staffs assembled, some of the best scouts, some of the best kids that we're recruiting, and commitments already coming on the way as I speak. And now that I've gotten here and I see it, and I understand it, Rick, and I can grasp it, and I can touch it, and I can feel it, and I can taste it, I truly understand what you want. All you want is an opportunity to win, to compete, to dominate, to be amongst the elite, to be amongst the best, and darn it, I'm going to give you that.
1: All right, there's Dion Sanders. More from Dion. Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Taking over the buffs.
5: After we get finished with this work, I just want you to know we're on the way. Not to compete, but to win. Not to show up, but to show out. Not to be among the rest, but to be the absolute best. Uh, we're coming to work. We're not coming to play. We're coming to kill, not to kick it. Baby, I got to believe that we're coming. You got to feel that the energy inside of you that we're coming, don't you? You got to feel it that we're going to be there. You got to feel it when you get in that stadium, you better get in there early because time to kick off consumes. Baby, we're coming. Do you understand it? Do you feel that? Do you understand the intensity, the excitement, the adrenaline, the rush that I got right now that I can't wait till this thing kicks off because we are coming? Boulder, Colorado, you have no idea what you've blessed me with, the opportunity that you've given me, and I feel like I owe you. So every day I'm going to work for you. I'm going to strain for you. I'm going to develop for you. I'm going to commit for you. I'm going to do the things that others wouldn't do. Baby, we're coming. So anybody ask you something about when is he coming back, you say, I don't know, but
1: I know he's coming. And that leads me to our Browns cremation and funeral service. Good call, bad call.
2: Was that a good call or did they totally blow it? It's good call or bad call.
1: Make sure you contact Browns about your... Well, death preparations. Don't leave it on your family. That's a good call to contact Browns Cremation and Funeral Service. Don't leave it in the hands of your loved ones. I think it's a good call. It's a great call. Go coach the the bowl game, the Celebration Bowl. Deion Sanders, that that to me is a commitment to the place that he's been. The game is December 17th Mm -hmm. in Atlanta against uh, NC Central. That's a good call. Coach the game. Then you go to work for the Buffs. I just think that's fair to those kids at Jackson State that they have. And he said, I want you guys, we're going to play in this game. Yeah. Please don't hit the transfer portal. Don't do any of that. We're playing in this game. And then after that, do what you need to do.
2: No, absolutely.
1: I agree with you. That's a good call. Uh,
2: Good call. Bad call. Telling the CU players that go ahead, hit the portal if you want to. He didn't really try to really make a case to keep any of them.
1: It's like, if you want to stay here, fine. Yeah. Be prepared yeah. to go to work and, and play,
2: <laughs> the, play under our you know, our
1: coaching staff.
2: And, the quote that's starting to rub a little bit of people the wrong way is, the more of you that go, the more room you make here. I'm a little yeah. iffy on that, but I still think overall it's a good call. You know what? He's not sugarcoating it, right? He's,
1: He's telling saying, how he plans on and doing he, it. He
2: told his Jackson State kids, don't go. Don't. Go into the portal without talking to me because some of you will die in the portal. Yeah, and that's not what he wants either. So, you know what? You may it's brash. You may not like it, but it's honest.
1: I'm sorry, Chase Penry. Of course, his dad Josh played quarterback at mm-hmm. both Grand Junction and Mesa, and uh, Chase, uh, receiver for the Buffaloes, he is hitting the transfer portal. He gone. He's gone. We'll have more from from Coach Prime next yeah. hour. By the way, portal opens today too. By the way. Also, it is time for our Prep Stars Money Maps.
2: No it's time to let the stars shine. Stars. It's Prep Stars on the Jim Davis Show.
1: All right, so Prep Stars for this week. Fruit Monuments, Max Orchard. 19 points per game over the, the 3-0 mm-hmm. start at the, at the Warrior Challenge. He hit the three that tied the game up against Castleview. In their opener, they win in overtime. Max Orchard is my male prep star for the Fruitland Monument Wildcats.
2: I'm going with Santana Martinez for the Central Warriors. Warriors starting three and zero, just like the Wildcats on home court yeah. uh, at the Warrior Challenge. Santana, eight and a half and six rebounds this weekend. Pretty solid, uh, both ends of the court. For I call him a bowling ball with legs because he plays football that way. Every once in a while, he plays basketball that way too, and he's a fun kid to watch.
1: So, you had your male athlete yep. from Central, my female athletes from Central, Christina Manzanera's 18 points against Pueblo County, and the Central girls are off to a 3-0 yeah. start. They, and start. And uh, we do want to take a moment to send out our condolences to Mary Doan, Central mm-hmm. coach, uh, her mom passing away. And so, yeah. our, our thoughts Absolutely. are with Mary and, and her family.
2: Yeah. Uh, the basketball team, though, they're going to be able to fill it up this year. Absolutely. Manzanera's, Wagner, you know, they're... They're going to have some offense this year. They're going to be good to watch. I think, what, they scored 60-some-odd points in every game so far this season? Or on average? They're averaging 60 a game, yeah. So uh, I'm going down to Montrose. Freshman for the Red Hawks. Macy Oberg, first weekend in high school basketball. No big deal. Delta, 20 and 11. 20 points, 11 rebounds for the freshman against the Panthers as the Red Hawks uh, beat their Highway 50 rivals.
1: And I guess this is kind of a team one. Mm-hmm. For the Palisade girls to hold Aspen to four points. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's good D. All right, time for Mighty Mavs.
2: The best of CMU sports.
3: It's Mighty Mavs on the Jim Davis Show.
1: I know it was not the weekend that he wanted, nor his Maverick basketball teammates, but Blaze Threet, who we had on the program last week, and he was an absolute delight, by yeah. the way, to have on the program. Blaze three for the Mavericks, 24 points in that loss to Metro State on Saturday night. I
2: think I finished with 24, 9, and 7, I think.
1: Something like that, yeah. Very,
2: very close. Build up the statue. Yeah. I'm going uh to the wrestling mat for both of mine. Woo! I'm going with uh Gus Dalton for the men. Upset fourth-ranked Hunter Mullen at the Western Duels for the CMU Mavericks men's wrestling team.
1: For the women, I go wrestling. Ainsley Hester, the oh, freshman. Yeah! Wins by two points pins in the maverick women's meet this past weekend
2: i got a pin as well jada liamito i believe that's how you say that i think that's correct Pinned kira philippa in one minute at the texas women's university duels that's usually kind of the feeling out period no not so much that's a pin for uh jada liamito for the mavericks women's wrestling
1: team all right so if you got some prep stars mighty mavs you want to share with us today you can do that as well Text or call us, Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, 970 242 Do we have a winner? Yes, we do. Okay.
0: <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: the winner of the contest. It's another winner on the Team Sports Network.
2: Jared, first in the door with 10 times the Broncos have entered December with less than five wins. Do you want the uh, the good news or the bad news on that number?
1: Give me the good. I so can... the
2: good news is 52 years of an NFL franchise, only 10 times they've been at four wins or fewer entering in December. That's good. That's good. Uh, four of those times have happened in the last six seasons. Uh, 71, 72, 82, 90, 99, 2010,
1: 17, 19, 20, and uh, 22. Woof. Ouch. Ouch. Unless I stole your woof earlier. By yeah. the way.
2: Sorry, you're, you're good.
1: Uh there's only so many words you can use without hitting the dump button. Well, yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, that sucked. All right. So next hour, we'll talk about the college football playoffs. Your buckeyes find a way to get in. Yeah.
2: I said it Thursday too. I wanted chaos. And I got two and a half of the Power Five Conference Championship games right because Purdue was in it at the half. Got Utah. Got Kansas State and then half of Purdue and then LSU and UNC didn't bother showing up. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, I got K State. Yeah. Like uh, what you and you and I both picked. I, I, I think, picked
2: you, for wins. I picked the favorites.
1: Okay, so you but on, on our but picks for on chaos Friday
2: wise I yeah. wanted chaos.
1: And if memory serves me correctly, didn't Michigan get in over Ohio State? in one of the college football playoffs where they had wasn't there or no, was Al- I'm sorry, Alabama, not Michigan, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Alabama, where they got in with more losses.
2: I think so, yeah.
1: And so this is kind of a There's
2: a little bit of payback. A little
1: yeah. bit of yeah. We're
2: gonna get waxed by Georgia, but hey, we're in.
1: <laughs> you're in. You know. And, and you never know. Once Rekt. you're in, you never know what happens. Gonna get wrecked. <laughs> Probably so. Stinson Bennett's gonna throw a whole lot of touchdown passes on you. Yeah. Their defense is well, You you know, C.J. Stroud, your quarterback, he'll make some plays. Mm -hmm. He'll he'll make some plays against them. You're still going to lose Yeah,
2: We're going to give up a 50-burger, though, I feel.
1: Yeah. All right. We will take a break. We'll come back with Hour 3. Look at the college football playoffs. It is set. uh, So we'll get into that coming up a little bit. And also more on Deion Sanders as the new coach of the Colorado Buffaloes football team. We'll take a break and come back with Hour 3 on the Jim Davis Show on the team. Sports Network.